what are my thoughts on Dr. Gabriel Lyon? So this is a physician who recently published a book called Forever Strong or Forever Live or something like that on the New York Times bestseller list, which is obviously a fantastic accomplishment. It's one of the hardest lists to make. You have to sell 20,000 books a week for a prolonged period of time, something like that, to make that list. I don't disagree with her overall message. Her overall message is we need more protein, we need more muscle, and that, that prevents a lot of possible, you know, disease states, falls, injuries, quality of life, etc., which most people agree with. If you have more muscle and have more strength, which is why I harp on my patients to, you know, strength train. I always tell my patients that I highly recommend you hire a personal trainer, join a gym, download my exercise program, dralonet slash exercise, which I highly recommend. Download my exercise program, which can work for anybody, and start lifting weights to build muscle. Because if you build muscle, you will be stronger, your quality of life will be better, all of that. Now, that's not my problem, uh, with her, people are asking me, well, do you agree with her about the red meat? So in a lot of her videos on Instagram and some interviews she's done, she gives off this very carnivory type of vibe where she claims that red meat is nutrient dense, which these carnivore people love claiming, which it may be. So is chicken. So is salmon. So it's like almost anything you eat. It's super nutrient dense and it's the best protein out there. So it is a protein, um, all macronutrients, whether they're proteins, fat, or carbs, break down in your stomach and intestines into basic components. Proteins break down into amino acids, carbs break down into mono or disaccharides, fats break down into whatever, you know, amino acids or whatever, I'm sorry, uh, various types of fatty acids, and then join triglycerides via chylomicrons. These are conversations for a different day. But the overall point that she seems to be making in much of her stuff is that red meat is the best. So in terms of that just by itself, that's not true. Red meat protein is not different than protein you may get from anything. You can get even plant protein that is just as effective for building muscle. The data and the studies have been done. You may have to eat more plant protein because the bioavailability may be lower, but whey protein is by far the most uh, most bioavailable and has been studied the most in terms of hypertrophy training, which is muscle building, which is what she seems to talk about. So whey protein, which is a milk product, actually has the most bioavailability. But if you compare protein from poultry, which is like turkey and chicken, to fish, to red meat, to whatever, the bioavailability is the same. The amino acids are broken down into the same things. So why not? And then she says in many of her interviews, well, there's no data to support that red meat kills you. <laughs> like, what? Have you like not read a study in the last hundred years? There are thousands of studies, whether they're meta-analysis, whether they're epidemiological studies. And she keeps repeating the same nonsense that these carnivore people do, that epidemiological studies are not good data. They're not good studies. Well, they are. They they're just used differently. But there are lots of randomized controlled studies, placebo controlled even, and or substitution studies that have shown that when you substitute red meat for lower saturated fat alternatives, whether it's fish or salmon or chicken or turkey or even plant protein, the cardiovascular factors or markers all improve. Your LDL cholesterol goes down. 
your inflammation goes down, your CRP, your IL-6, you know, any way you measure it, reducing red meat intake does improve cardiovascular uh, markers. That's not something new. So I don't know if she just doesn't know the data. I, li I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if she just doesn't know the data or she's just doing this on purpose to gain that crowd in a way. She's a doctor. She's a female. She likes working out. You know, maybe that's her thing. That's her way of attracting followers, attention, book sales, whatever. And I'm not against book sales. I'm not against attracting followers. I'm a free market capitalist. Do what you got to do to live a happy, healthy life and make money and whatever. But when you do it in an unethical way where you're spreading false information, that's when I have a problem with it. And the fact that she thinks that red meat, there's no trials ever been done on red meat. There's a few options here. Either she's, I don't mean this in a bad way, she's just dumb, which like a lot of these carnivory kind of people are, they fall into their own echo chambers and one person says it. And the problem is they're all like little 20-year-old fitness influencers. There's no study that shows this. And they're like 20 years old and they have no idea what they're talking about. So either you're just really dumb and don't know. And I don't mean this in an in a bad way about her she's probably super smart and all that but like when you completely don't under, don't know the science and keep repeating it over and over again you're either just really really dumb at looking up science number two you are doing it on purpose you are misleading people on purpose because it doesn't fit your narrative or it doesn't fit your opinion or your echo chamber or whatever it might be so that's an opportunity uh option or number three you kind of know, but don't know, really didn't look it up, really don't care. You, you're just lazy, intellectually lazy. So it could be any of those things. I don't really know. The only other alternative is that maybe she knows the science and data and just doesn't care to report the truth because it might hinder book sales or what have you. So I don't know. I don't know this person at all. Um, maybe I'll get her on this podcast one day and she can kind of explain but there are tons of randomized control tri trials that show that red meat intake um, worsens cardiovascular outcomes. Like, that's not a question anymore. I don't know, like, you know, if you've read anything in the last hundred years, this is obvious. Um, so that's not the question. The other thing is, she says a lot of things, and she's admitted this, you know, she's publicly admitted that she was wrong. She says things like the number one cause of death in the elderly is falls. That's not true. The elderly don't die of falls, number one. I mean, that's not the number one killer. The number one killer of the elderly is cardiovascular disease, then cancer, then infections, then everything, then everything, then everything, all the way down to like falls, which is less than 1%. You know, there's unintentional injuries, like obviously car accidents, falling off a bike or a mountain, what have you. But actual falls and hip injuries, broken hips, that's what she's probably referring to. That's what we mostly refer to when we say falls and broken hips. Because once you fall and you break your hip, if you don't get it fixed, um, six to eight months, your lifespan uh, probably not going to last much longer than that, just kind of depending on the person. So she's referring to less than 1% of the cause of death of elderly people over the age of 65. And it's just not true. The number one killer of all of these people is cardiovascular disease. Then it's cancer. Then it's like infections, you know, all the usual suspects. I've done like, there's a whole thing in my new cholesterol book on the top 10 killers and how to avoid them so that you can prolong your life and hopefully live to 100 years or more. So this is just not true. 
she gives off these very carnivore like vibes that a lot of the carnivore crowd gives off, which is okay if you if you want to eat red meat. Why not? I mean, like, why not suggest people eat white meat? Why not poultry? Why not fish? Like, why are you into red meat? I agree with the overall message that you should consume more protein, lift weights, become stronger, build more muscle so that you have a better quality of life. You can get up out of a chair, walk to the bathroom, lift things off the ground, reach for things up about over your head. All of that. Completely agree. No argument there. Absolutely. That is a huge thing. And I spent like hours with my patients talking to them about exercise, diet, nutrition, all of that. I even, like I said, I recommend they start with a personal trainer to kind of learn what to do and then start doing it on their own. All of that. No big deal. I don't think, you know, anyone disagrees with that. But when you're making claims over and over again, that are just not scientific. It might be intellectually lazy. You just don't know or don't care to know or didn't research it enough or don't care to. Or you're misleading people on purpose because you don't want to cut into supplement sales, book sales, what have you. And I'm not talking about her. I don't know if she sells any supplements. But you definitely, some of these grifters, especially the carnivore type people, they just want to keep the same narrative going so they can sell you more of their junk supplements or what have you. Anyways, those are my thoughts. I don't know. You guys keep uh, asking about this. Otherwise, I feel like her messaging is fantastic and it's a good message. Definitely our elderly, especially, do need to lift weights. And if you eat more protein, it is more satiating, which will help control calories, which should help with weight loss. I tell all my patients this and it's in my actual weight loss book. So definitely go grab that if you don't have it. Um, The link's below. You can join the community. We talk about this stuff in the community all the time. Please leave some awesome reviews and uh, I will see you in the next episode. Peace.